Maiders Roth fire, Marzu the leader, Paolani the outside, on Trivier coming home late as well, but Marzu's in front from Paolani, Marzu, Paolani, Marzu, Marzu's won the 10,000. Welcome to Bet Doctor Behind the Curtain, look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm joined in studio with John Walter. In his part-time, he collects trading cards, and in his spare time, he tin pen bowls with serial killers. John, you've had a shave? You're looking fresh. I had a shave just because I read your rundown. It said I hadn't had a shave, so I had <laughs> to have the shave just to put your thing wrong. I've got to play the part of DK today, so I'm going to be as grumpy as possible. I'm going to talk about massages, and I'm <laughs> going to uh, I refuse to talk about any race. It's not a mate. Uh, Nico, you're the Lone Ranger in Melbourne. Uh, have you thawed out from Ballarat yesterday? Not quite. Yeah, Lone Ranger in Melbourne here with no DK, but um, yeah, Ballarat was absolutely freezing cold yesterday. We backed one winner, which helped, but... Uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, Saturday at Flemington to hopefully uh, redeem ourselves there. Mm, 25 bucks for Nico's Mounting Yard Mail, so you don't have to go to the freezing cold of Ballarat or all through winter racing, so Wednesdays and Saturdays. Nice little plug there. DK, yeah, he's on Daddy Daycare. A little bit of uh, influenza's going through the uh, the Kelly household at the moment. It's not the spicy cough. I think they've already had that, some of those, uh, the Kelly clan, but um, that's what's happening at DK's land, so he'll be uh, betting, but uh, looking after the kids as well. I thought Eagle Farm did really well to keep racing. Uh, it was genuine rain, and I think it's been a really good week of sun on the Gold Coast, and I think uh, Doomwood should be okay this week. You reckon? I don't know. It's <laughs> about the hose outside, mate. No, they've just had so much rain. It's just so hard to bloody work out how these different tracks are. Eagle Farm's the only one that seems to. It doesn't matter. Like They, they get 100 mil and... They get 100 million poor, poor uh, irrigation on it the next day. So uh, hopefully, hopefully it holds up. Mm. And fingers crossed it doesn't make a cow paddock of it for the rest of the winter carnival. It'd be a, uh, a nightmare if uh, it's chopped up and ruined for the rest of it because uh, they've had some bad luck. But Mazu, he keeps on winning, makes his own luck. I thought Pelelli was going to go straight past him there for a minute and then it just found the saucer of milk and just lapped it right up, didn't it? It, it sort of showed the difference in their constitution, didn't it? Like that, that was his chance in life. He sat that extra sort of length and a half off the fast speed, whereas Marzu, and he was sort of off the bit, uh, Marzu, before Pelelli and he wouldn't have gone past him in another lap. So uh, he definitely proven himself and those geniuses who locked him in for the Everest uh, the week before, <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, they've released... Um, you know, they're probably slapping themselves on the back a bit. And he, oh, he's still got to come up another level to get to Nature Strip and those horses if they hold their form, but he's certainly on the up. Mm. What do you think of the meeting at Eagle Farm, Nico? There'll be, there'll be a couple of runs that you'll take out of it, but it's hard to sort of trust the form, isn't it, with uh, some of the margins and the conditions of the racing? Yeah, I suppose it's just like what we saw in Sydney, sort of over the carnival there. It's just going to be big form reversals out of that meeting Um Horses back in the field, especially that two-odd race, like look like nothing could make ground there. Marzu probably got in the right spot. Yeah, I with Walt, he probably has to come up a few grades to you know get to Nature Strip and that. But um, he's probably the best of the B grade at the moment. I think he showed that there on Saturday. And I know I've kind of always one that sort of potted him through, saying he's got everything easy. But he actually showed something there on Saturday for mine. So um, yeah, I'm probably not going to be potting him all through next prep. But uh, just depends what he sort of comes up against, you know, in the shorts and those lead-up races to the Everest. I think off Saturday he probably sold himself deserving of a slot. Um, you probably wouldn't put him in the top five or six, but um, there's 12 runners, I think, so someone's going to make up the numbers. He'd be probably under $10 yeah. at the moment. That's a bit silly. Mm, I don't know. I'd, yeah, I'm assuming. You wouldn't bother looking at the market for no. quite some time. Ollie on Allegron, um, buried the fence. Elation was a classic example of being coffined and then 
Um, he needed to have a serious advantage over that field to come out and win. He only won by you know, two lengths, I, I would have thought, but Allegron was sort of held up, and then you had horses like Jungle Magnate. And I thought the ride on Detonator Jack was average. Uh, Johnny Allen, it was a bit of a nothing ride. What do you think, Nico? I thought you wrote pretty well, um, given the circumstances. I thought that just the way the race shape sort of panned out, those two things out in front just went absolutely ballistic and then stopped, and then it just left a few roadblocks for him to sort of get around. Um, he sort of worked through the traffic well enough. I thought Detonator Jack had his chance to win. I just think he's probably not as seasoned as a few of the other um, horses in the field. Is this going to continue on from last winter, the uh, the bagging of Ollie Scoot? I thought the ride... Like, there wasn't much he could do from barrier number one. I know there was a few people sort of crucifying on social media, but I, I don't know what he actually could have done. I, I'm happy to take him on at the price in the market, horse dropping back in distance, and we saw it with elation. Like, if you've buried the fence, and Ollie loves to go back into that coffin position time and time again. Mate, he's uh, he's sort of the, 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 he's always the hero or the villain, Ollie, and there's nothing in, much in between, and the, the sort of longer it goes on, it's a bit like that. But, um, yeah, I, I hate Gap Barry one. There's not many riders who, you know, he's been around a long time. He's probably ridden a million good races from one, but it's out of your hands a lot of the time, you know. It's not mm. easy. Mm. Huey Bowman goes all right from the best inside draws. The best. He's the best. Mm. He's all, and he, he doesn't worry about getting him that pair closer. I think that's probably the key, you know, and he just he's patient. Because they do save energy from there, so they can usually do something. And uh, more often than not, he takes the right, you know, decision, makes the right decision. Mm. I thought Mark Zara was off and gone and uh, made uh, Jay Allen look pretty average, but I guess that's just one opinion, and everyone's entitled to their own. I guess, uh, Nico, you nailed Jigsaw the drama to Swalt. It was off the map, but went like a busted. Yeah, by, by race time, it was like 250 or something, mm. scratchings, and the way the sort of track looked. So I actually backed three to beat it, and I think they ran second, third, and fourth. So it was a good effort. <laughs> good effort all around. And the mighty Step Lee, uh, who's been missing for about 12 months, steams through the middle and, and jams everyone. But that, um, yeah, that, well, that was one of the worst rides of the, the carnival and the dramatist. That, that kid's one of the hardest to catch of, I've seen. He's, uh, he's about man. eight out of two out of 10 are really good, and the other eight are diabolical. But um, yeah, he's a hard one to. Step into at the moment, Reese. Reese Jones. Mm. Mm. And then a trainer like Rod Northam. The lesser like trainers, how do you explain those sort of flops? What do you think? What do you put it down well, to? Oh, you, you know, he said like he, he pulled off a plunge in race one. Oh, not a plunge, but he pulled off. He, he dead set gave a, a horse a, a, a like little clean out there about 10 days before in a thousand meter race at Maury or Gunnedah or somewhere. And and it showed up in that first race straight to 1300 and went like a rocket. You know, And, the, and as it showed, like, the inside was probably not place to be. So. He had it spot on for the for the carnival and maybe the dramatist, you know, was a little bit more of an afterthought. I think um, most of these those trainers set their horses for these meetings and some of these races um, come a bit uh, strong. Yeah, well, they're no, they're they're just really appealing. <laughs> so even if they're not going well at the top, mm. okay, well, we'll 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 have a crack at that race with it. And maybe you know, he just maybe needs a break or something because he went too good to be true at at um, Tamworth the start before, and even though he got a ordinary ride Saturday. Uh, wasn't the same horse. Mm, too bad to be true. Mm. Something that's uh, too good to be true is Manscaped. The uh, the weed whacker is what I travel with. It fits nicely in the uh, the male toiletry bag and the lawnmower, so you can uh, take it travelling. So if you haven't got time to shave pre-holiday, you can take it on the holiday vault and you can just shave down holidays? in the bar. You go on holidays, do you? I'm going to go on a holiday. Right. Yep. What date does Nico have to get up to before he goes on a holiday? Nico? Very, very deep in, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Good investment, I say, Nico. It's going to be a great show today. Uh, Tommy Turbo, he's a bit off the boil. He, 
he's fishing outside the market. He might need to start uh, fishing deeper in the market, sort of a bit more of the uh, the mug strategy. So I'm I'm excited just to see his uh, temperament today, how relaxed he I'm is. I'm more and- interested to see what he's dressed in. Mm. He's, uh, he's and ad- whether he's looking out the window today, doing like <laughs> David Hasselhoff, or is he? Uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see his, his manners. He's, he's definitely changing week to week. I had the fright of my life when Muggs' moral loomed up outlook, and I think it just uh, looked like it was going to run straight past him and just peaked on its run. It was uh, impressive for a man who uh, doesn't like the provincial circuit. He, it's Rose Hill this week, and I tell you what, he must be uh, in the slippers. He's He's phoned in sick, and we've just got a uh, a bit of a message on screen now from the mug punner. I've got some bad news. No mug moral. I have bad case of flu with a little sick emoji, but I will be big and better next week. Can you apologise to all my fans? So mug punner, I don't think he's got the spicy spicy cough, but he's, Mate, he's got the flu. Well, I didn't think anything could keep that man down. <laughs> it must be. It's got to be like if I was the Australian government, I'd be worried that something worse than corona is out there because – for him to be, you know, not be able to trawl through the 475 horses at Rose Hill this Saturday, <laughs> um, he must be death's death door. I'd be, I'd be ringing the Royal Prince of Alfreds or someone and sending someone around to the mug's house. He must be cooked. I'm going to do, uh, we're going to do sco- Scooty's moral. I'm going to be the super sub. Why didn't you do this? I would have loved to go ahead there with you. <laughs> you couldn't find a winner in a one horse race. I know. I'm going to have a crack at it. I'm going to have a crack Mugs, at it. Mugs least competition, like he's giving me a schooling. But, Pushed him to the side. I found my opportunity. I, I wanted in the know with Snow back. I was trying to get Snowy back, but we ran out of time. Which Snow? Uh, snowy, off his mate. Oh, <laughs> I'm not, not the Snow we're not allowed to talk about. Oh, what a game. Uh, you're uh, you're going you're gonna to tip in a race. I, I've put two races down, so there's I've got a, a surprise race for you. There's mad disclaimers. Came there's in mad late. disclaimers with this meeting. Holy heck, it's tough. And you shaved the goatee. Yeah, took me. I had, that, I had a battery and a half to get rid of it. The old, the the, the man, what's another one? The, <laughs> the lawnmower, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Oh yeah. Any uh, bowling competitions this week, Walt? So I'll be there tonight, mate. I'll be there tonight. You can stream that night. I've it? had a late, I've had a late uh, invite to a lunch, and I'm trying to weigh up whether it'll affect my bowling more than anything. That's probably what's going to come into. A, <laughs> if, if anyone in the racing watch chat has got the link for the bowling tonight, I'll tweet it off the little birdie TV account so you, everyone can watch Walt. Ten pin bowl tonight, so there's a challenge for the racing oh, watch God. community. Uh, but first up, we're going to have a look at uh, Flemington back to headquarters with Nico. I tell you what, Ballarat to Flemington's a pretty good change up there. Make sure you're betting with Top Sport this weekend. There's uh, Group One races. We've got the Goodwood, and uh, they're the biggest betting booking in Australia. So make sure you take them on. Nico, the first race that we're going to have a look at here is race six at Flemington on Saturday, and it is the uh, the PDF Foods Services Plate, and it's an eighteen hundred meter race. And you found one here that was a last start uh, second, I think it's uh, at sale, but uh, coolest favourite from the McAvoy Yard at three sixty in from four forty. La Chevalier is four sixty. Uh, Bosawa is five dollars worthily is five fifty in from seven and five kingdom nine fifty canane mm, i'd almost forgotten about that horse ten dollars that's just one from the uh bolt from the blue uh, i think they probably should have sold it in uh, to hong kong in hindsight but that's easy to say welsh legend thirteen dollars and uh, el gladiator is uh seventeen dollars nico the last start replay you're going to have a look at here is worthily from uh the ma eustace camp in the australian bloodstock colors yeah, he kind of travels into this uh, wide on the track. He's beaten by one bet on this day, Uncle Bryn, who sort of went to Melbourne and started hard in the market next start and probably didn't run up to this performance, but um, this was worthily 
sort of first up from a little bit of a break um, at 1,700 metres. So you'd think he'd take some benefit out of this run. This was a pretty strong race. Um, I think it was called the up-and-comers or something like that, sort of four-year-olds who didn't have, like, high ratings, but obviously talented enough gallopers. He came back sort of last prep and um, won a race at Caulfield. He actually pulled up lame after winning the race. And I just think with the natural improvement, he may take this prep sort of having – that preparation under his belt, coming back this prep, you know, a little bit of a freshen up. The first up run I thought was solid enough. Gets to 1,800 metres here, drops in the weight, gets Ethan Brown, probably just sort of stalks midfield and presents him at the right time. He sort of strikes me as a Flemington horse. I think that's where he'll do some of his best racing. He may be looking for 2,000. That'd be my small knock, but it's the right camp, Ma Eustace. Um, they seem to get it right even second up off the 34 or what, 36 or seven days it will be come Saturday. Um, I wouldn't be too worried about that. They seem to get that right more often than not. So, look, he was a horse I thought you could probably have something on it, sort of $5.50, $6. Kulth was very unlucky the other day, but I don't know. Like, he probably should have gone close to winning. I think he's been marked like that in the market, though. Like, he ran fourth in a pretty average race. I think this race is much stronger, um, and he didn't win it. So, look, I can see the angles to if you wanted to find him, but it's sort of 360 leave me out. Le Chevrolet is just a real wet tracker. Um I think Worthley might have a bit more upside than a horse like her. And then you're sort of looking at Basar where he's been up a long time. So I think he's a horse that sort of hits the race with the most upside. You get the right camp, sort of 550. Uh, I thought it was worth having a bet. On a real tricky day at Flemington, I thought 550 was uh, probably a bit of overs. Mm, interesting. 1,800, just looking at his action and um, the way he finished off there, that's probably the query for mine. Yeah, I think they probably might be looking for 2,000, but he won over 1,800 two starts ago. So... I'm sort of more backing in the potential of his class here uh, more than anything else in getting to Flemington. It's it's a tough day. Um, he's probably like my best bet on the card, but there's it's it's not overly confident to be honest. Can we just rewind about 27 seconds when Nick talked about its action hmm. and that you're you're worried about its he, action? He might. Need Can you for, tell me about what you're worried about he, with its action? Can you educate the punters out there? He might need further. What about his action tells you that? Oh, it just looks like he wants more ground. That he was going up and down in the one spot, or is that what you're saying? Yeah. I'm just trying to work out where you're What about great. his breeding? What about his breeding? I've got no idea what his breeding is. Can we get Mug look. on the line to talk about his setup? <laughs> <laughs> well, he probably sets up okay. He sets up okay. <laughs> he sets up right, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. I think he'd probably want further by the look of that, just mm. to my eye, but oh, I'm not sure. I go look through his form, and I see he's, he's gone out to 2,400, so maybe... And Nico said he's, he's probably 2,000 metres, and I think he might want even further than that. I just didn't like the look of that. Oh, reading between the lines, you're calling it a three-hump camel. Eh? You're calling it a three-hump camel. <laughs> might be. I don't know. You don't know what you're saying. Well, Fair no, enough. but... Uh, no, I get it. I, I, get I, th it. I think Basara is the horse that I, I'd like to be on. I don't... Look, I've, I've spent one minute on the race, but a horse like Basara sort of scares the life out of me against a horse that looks like he wants further. I like the 1,600-metre horse versus the... This 1800 meter I could feel that he was going against you there, but he didn't want to, you know, come yeah. out public. I was just, you know, I just wanted, you had an opinion. You were too scared to, you you, can't, you covered it up with an action call. Mm, it just looks like he's choppy and wants further, and it's going to take a long time for him it's to I'll, sort I'll of go wind head up. with Scoot. Yeah, Nick, here we my go. My tip be Scoot's, Scoot's moral. Oh, we'll no. go head to head. All right, we'll do that. I'll, uh, I'll take. Um, Oh, you haven't even seen my moral yet. We put yet, it so back on the, to the back of the toilet door. Is that all right? Where we put up the head to heads. Okay, we'll do that, Nico. And mine's mine's slightly shorter than yours. And I'll sh I'll share you in your next date. So you just send me the invoice of wherever you take the missus to mini golf. Or she just got an dinner. upgrade. 
<laughs> you just take it wherever. Five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Don't just take it to Rockpool and just start an order of absolute Mickey Mouse. But I'll, I'll cap it at five hundred. You take it anywhere you like and send me in the bill. That's if uh, if your horse wins and mine doesn't. So I reckon that's a Do pretty good deal. Do we get the same deal? And I to take the kids to time zone or something? Like, I keep asking out for dinner. You like you don't want to come. He doesn't have to put up with you when he goes out. Why do I have to put up with you? Oh, dear. Thanks. All right. That's fair. I hope the horse is looking for further for my sake. And now uh, my wallet. The uh, the straight six, Flemington Race 7 is the next one here. And front page is a favourite here. We remember this horse from uh, the Bulldozer stream, Walkertown Plate, uh, $3.30 front page. It's good to see the horse back. It's got some great connections, some uh, Riverina lads in this one. It's our time, 370 ranting $9. Curran, $10. This is the money horse, Curran. Regards, Marie, $16. Romance, $20. Uh, Serious Suspect, $20. Blaze Jowski, $26. Crestani, $26. Um, I'm not sure what weight the astrologist would have uh, carried in this race, but I'm surprised it's not here, um, and I was really surprised to see it in the Goodwood. But uh, the replay we're going to have a look at here is Romance, the first up, Nico, uh, behind Extreme Warrior. Yeah, I think he actually won this race last year, Romancer, at a, a long, long price. Um, this is one of the key lead-ups. A few of the horses come through this. Curran, Romancer, it's our time, who's pretty much equal favourite. Romancer's in the OTI there, just in behind him. He doesn't get a whole heap of luck. I do admit he probably could have been a bit better to the line, but he is he's just deadly down the straight. Like, most of his straight track form, he's touching on the astrologist. He nearly beat him last rep down the straight. He won this race last rep down the straight. I think that's just where he finds his best, and he gets to 1,200 metres. He's only sort of a length off um, It's Our Time and Curran there, who, you know, well-respected in this race, and he's kind of at 20s. I think you'd probably get 30 or 40s on the day. I thought he was just a horse you could definitely have something on. He'll give you a big run for your money here. Draws the right part of the track, barrier number 12, probably come down the middle. Um, Graham Begg has probably set him for a race like this, given they won it last year. So I think there's a few things in his favor to say um, you could definitely throw him in some exotics or have something on him at, say, 20s, maybe one by three, something like that. Um, Karen was probably the other horse I had a good look at out of that replay. Uh, he, I thought he was really good. This looks like a really good setup for him. The barrier two is probably the negative with him. I would have loved if he had a drawn out. Um, I'd be happy enough to take on Itzia Time. Like he, he didn't have everything go his way there, and he's come out of that race since and ran at Caulfield, where he got a long way back in a slow run race. But I think the market's just overrating him at the moment. It's sort of three seventy. Uh, Scooty's horse front page. This might be his moral. I don't know, but uh, it. He's always been a horse with a lot of talent front page. He had a big win here down the straight, sort of going back a while, and the wheels sort of fell off. Looks like the wheels are back in motion with that horse. Um, he's always sort of struck me as a horse seeing him in the yard that had enough ability. He just had to put a few things, you know, in order to make himself progress to that next level. And off that first up win, he might have done that, just sort of strengthening up and mentally he could have taken those steps he needed to. Look, I wouldn't knock anyone wanting to back him at sort of 3.30. Um, on the day, I'll probably be looking to find him out of the yard and potentially back him. But at the moment, Romancer, I think, is a solid enough each way sort of bet, maybe like one by three to place, chuck him in your exotics and your quaddy, um, definitely. But Run me through Lewis German. Scary, but I think he's always He knows the, the horse. horse. Yeah, he's, I see yeah, he's yeah. one on it down yeah, the straight right. there. Mm. Uh, I, that's the tick. It's, yeah, okay. a, it's, a, it's just there's some scary loyalty getting around. She's had a moment. good run the other day. Like it had, a, it had to win. It, it went <laughs> like a jet, but it had to win. It's, mm. um, yeah. Anyway, it'd be interesting to see what happens with the uh, the price of this horse because for memory, I think it's one down the straight and it's um, posted some really big figures. So I'd I'd assume that the syndicates keep it relatively short. 
and I'd be interested to see what happens and what Nico thinks of this horse in the yard. But yeah, well, I would agree with that. Like that that Fury won that day down the straight relative um, to the class on punting form was quite strong and sort of on the all benchmark was really strong, 12 lengths above. And then the first up run, he's out of a fast run race. Mm. And he's kind of done it at both ends. Like he's sprinted home well as well. So like relative to the class there on punting form, which is what opens sort of great, he's rated 12 lengths above. So um don't know how much you trust the Wagga figures. Like maybe you have to sort of take that in, but I think the market will have a really good look at him, and I I think he'll start clear favourite over its our time. So um, could be a horse you could look to back. Um, there's probably a few knocks there with the jockey and the connections, but he's he's a jet this horse. So um, I'm kind of warming to him. I'm I am kind of warming to him. I just I do want to see him parade, but at this stage, romance is a, a bet for me. I'd be happy to play romancer in front page and just and then that and be done with the race. I think you've. Uh... You've read it really well there, Nico. Outstanding. As I said before, if you want all of uh, Nico's stuff, the many are mail via Telegram. It's 25 bucks. It's Wednesdays and Saturdays for the Melbourne Metro stuff, and uh, we absolutely love it here. You can uh, definitely find a favourite that you can get up and uh, lay if they don't parade well, and uh, they've got a couple of chinks in their form. But uh, let's have a quick look at Adelaide. The Group 1 Goodwood is the uh, next one we're going to have a look at here. No bagman. And what? No, no, Kelton. Where is he? Well, I'll tell you what, he's doing a bit of stuff for Ladbrokes. Are you serious? Poached. Which one, both? Bagman or Kelton? No, nah, just, just Bagman. <laughs> Why is he still study? in the group? Hey? Get him out. You want to bar him? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, I can't do that. I don't think it's all over. We could at least mute him. <laughs> so he can't say anything. Yeah. You can look, but you, you can can't look, touch. You can't touch, yeah. <laughs> oh, the good one. Group one. Crack. Can I say, I did say it was the worst derby I've ever seen. Can I back it up? And say it's the worst good What is this? Like you were saying, the astrologist is, shouldn't be running. It's $10. It's the greatest. Yeah, it's $10. <laughs> it's in the market. Oh, Extreme Warrior, J Carr, $6. In the Boat, $8. Behemoth, the Big Boy, $8.50. The Inferno, $9.50. The Astrologers, $10. General Bow, $12. Bella Nipatina, $16. Lombardo, $17. Sabato Excel is $17. Regards Marie, $21. Frankie Pino, $1. The Wongoom, $26. Hal Vorson, Asar. Around the thirty to one mark with instant celebrity free debt. I'm I'm going to read them because they've this has Take got a, this week? has got a tail this race and I tell you what the last start in the McKay Stakes that 1100 meter race was the biggest barrier trial I've ever seen. So there was free debt there forty one dollars, Ironclad forty one dollars, not an option forty one. Bo Ross is sixty one and Outlaws Revenge seventy one dollars. Uh, I'll kick us off here with uh, Morfittville. Uh Extreme Warrior. I didn't think it was a bad win last start. Same with in the boat. I guess they're going to make their own luck further up in front. I thought Behemoth was our big lay last time. It was three sixty out to nearly what six or seven dollars. Mm. I think we got that one right. I had really liked the run from from it. It was it just wasn't either win. It was absolute barrier trial for that horse. I think it uh, finished off okay. It was carrying sixty kilo, sixty two kilos that day. Kayla sticks uh, and the Inferno was another good closer, sort of around the nine dollar fifty mark. Horse I didn't mind uh, at massive odds here was Outlaw's Revenge. Uh, I think Jay Holder takes over from Will Price, and at about seventy or eighty to one, Ryan Balfour, um, Barrier Nine. I think they might just have they've got different tactics this time, and this horse goes forward instead of getting snagged back. He was completely uh, snagged back and snicked uh, last start, and I think if they go forward, Outlaw's Revenge. I've seen, well, I just think he's crazy odds at eighty, seventy to one, and eleven dollars the place. Yeah, I've had a, a bit of a look at this race, and I thought um, the lead-up races are tr- like they're sort of tricky to work out. Like you've got sort of the Tobin Bronze, the Mackay, or the Mackay Stakes, and a, then a few of like the DF with you know in the boat and sort of 
um, Extreme Warrior coming over. The, tri- the tricky thing with the Adelaide read up races is they've all been very slowly run, and I wouldn't imagine this Goodwood's going to be slowly run within the boat, having to come across from 20. Extreme Warrior will be pushing up. Like they're just um, Lombardo's probably going to push forward as well. They're, they're never really that slowly run, like a race like this where all of the horses get in under the minimum and want to have a good chance at winning. So, look, looking at the race, I think the way this track could potentially play, um, the, the back markers last week kind of came into play. I think this track could definitely suit that. And they were the horses I was kind of looking at. I was kind of thinking Behemoth and the Inferno were two that uh, look like off their last starts are really going to appreciate 1,200 metres and a potentially a faster tempo. The Inferno is probably the horse on the keenest to back. Um, I think he's got the most ability in the race. They've had a bit of an un, you know, um, a bit of a interrupted preparation, get that out. But now he's sort of got it all going and the wheels are back on the road there, it looks like. Um, I thought his last start run was very good. I think he'll suit this race. Well, barrier three isn't ideal. You're just going to need a lot of luck from there. So I think double figures is probably the right price, but I'm happy enough to have a go at that odds. Behemoth was good last start. And, gee, there's a horse down the bottom of the weights. He's just crying out for a fast run race. He's getting too far back in these slowly run races, and it's hurting him. It's Manhattan Times, Jess Eaton, 52 kilos. Like three starts ago, he starts 290 against Ironclad, who started pretty much favorite in the lead up. Um, and then his last two, he's just been in like so slowly run races. Like to the 600 last day, he's going 16.6 lengths below. How he's ever supposed to win a race like that from the position he's in? He drops five and a half kilos in the weights. I think this horse has shown he has a massive engine, big turn of foot. Like the turn of foot he's shown in his last two, I think he's got borderline group one closing speed. He's been 50s in already, 26. Um, I think he's sort of like the setup horse that could just jump out of the ground here. So I'll be having something on him at a long price, the Inferno, and I'll probably back Behemoth. I think Extreme Roy is very chinky. Um, if what I saw in the yard first up, he was cranked up, like ready to go. And they couldn't have got him much fitter for that. That was like D-Day and he only just beat you know, sort of the horses we're looking at that are going to run in the uh, the straight six. So, look, six dollars for mine. I thought he was sh- he was short enough, and I thought you could take him on. I th- I'd be more looking for double figures if I was looking to back him. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I think that's the scary part with the Inferno and oh, buried the fence. I can see it uh, having major major traffic traffic issues. Yeah. And uh, Behemoth, I- I'm sure they'll um, just try and camp in-, in behind the hot speed. I don't think they'll drag it right back uh, next time, but. I do like the look of uh, Manhattan Times. I think that's a a really good knockout chance as well, Nico. It's uh, I guess it's yet to really do anything at uh, a big level um, off a really hot tempo. So I guess you're guessing a little bit, but um, still lightly raced. Walt, are you just going to take videos and pictures all day, or are oh, you going to talk about content? I've got <laughs> I'm tipping one in the uh, Goodwood Paulili. I think it'll uh, back up well off the uh, race last week and would have won this race. Why wouldn't it be in this race? Because <laughs> you've got to take it from... Mate, I had a look. I can't find a winner. Mm. Too hard for me. You know, it would have been a good race for it. Well, it's, it just surprises me that a few that were up there aren't down here because it's um, pretty weak. But anyway, mm. missed opportunity. All right. Uh, no, I think John. I think that's yeah, John's comment for the race. I don't think he's uh, going to add is. anything. It more. is. I don't. I just don't. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. There's a lot of horses that haven't been trying leading up to it, but they're not horses that I want to find to win a Goodwood. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. It's a. It looks an absolute lottery to me, and I think you're on the right path back in something at eighties. Mm. And Nico's found one too. Yeah, mm. Manhattan Times. So fish around uh, some roughies if if you like one. Now it's time to uh, talk Durban, where we've got uh, Tommy Turbo from MacBet to join us. How are you, Turbo? 
Yeah, good. Just listen to Nico come off the uh, long run up in the Goodwood. It's going to be a hard act to follow. He's running the hat and the Canterbury shirt this week. He's, he's a man of all trades. He's a man of all. What's Canterbury sort of a bit more like a rugby union sort of feel about it? So he, he runs NFL. He runs everything. He's, he's a man of the people. Canterbury was a big. It's a nineties brand, wasn't it? It used yeah. to be big in the nineties when I was a teenager or high school or so. Everyone wore Canterbury stuff. I don't know where you went to school, but anyway, no yeah. worries. Albury. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. That's about that's about Tommy's level. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a fair comment. <laughs> Mate, we've we've had a big day here so far. We've I'm writing down all the words that uh Scoots used so far. Snicked, choppy, snagged. Uh well, I'm looking to add a lot of a few more shorties in here. Can you I'm gonna be taking a good uh good look at what you've got to say. Yeah, action. Camels. Action. Action. Mm. Anyway, we're going to talk about uh, Doomben. Any any uh, any thoughts about last? We've already spoken a little bit about Eagle Farm. Any horses that caught your eye, or any comment that you'd like to make about the track, or anything there? Oh well, when the rain started and just did not stop throughout the day, I knew my bets were probably in a bit of trouble. Um, started off on a soft five, but the track ended up being like a soft seven by the end of the day. Seeing Marzu in the yard, there's not much of him. Um, so it'll be very interesting to see him measure up um, to those A-grade sprinters, I think, later in the year. Um, if they do get dry tracks in Sydney, which I guess is a low possibility of happening, but he is a prototype wet tracker for mine. And um, they were still kind of happy to take him on late there in the Doom and 10,000, but um, he certainly did live up to the hype somewhat, um, securing those two Everest slots. I uh, I was kicking myself. I, I had a quaddy because I was trying to get some of the favourites beat in the derby and a horse that jumped off the page in the last and I, I didn't do the, la- the race properly until late in the day and I guess as, as the wetter it got was the horse from the lease yard acquitted just to set up beautifully oh, late. Didn't it go like a rocket? It went like a rocket yep. and you could like... Either I they just, were completely legless or that, it went like a rocket. Either way it went like a rocket. It was crazy, wasn't it? And that was a horse that I found late. What did you think? I'm surprised that you didn't find it. Is this a little trumpet? What, what's going on here? Well, well no, I was actually I I'm, didn't I'm look at the race filthy to be because I left it out of my quaddy and then I sort of saved on it late and I just thought, how did I not find this earlier? So you found it, but you didn't put it in the quaddy? Yeah. Okay. Well, I tried to go skinny in the last. So you're giving yourself a trumpet for a late find no, saver? I'm just, I'm just dirty on the whole situation. Okay. And I was surprised that you didn't find it. I, well, I never even looked at the race. I found it the day after when I uh, watched the replay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Monday morning. <laughs> when I watched the replay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It did set, missed the kick, pulled its ass off, ran up their asses and just pulled around them and went away from them. It, was, uh, it wasn't good signs for the rest of them. Mm. No, it was the power of Sam Clippen in there on Saturday. Road three winners up in Brisbane. He must be a superstar down in Sydney. TC was telling me I think he was like 19 group one seconds before he'd ridden a winner. Wow. So he would have been sweating up at the 200 when Marzu <laughs> was, uh, was under the pump trying to fight him off. But, uh, no, it was good to see. He has actually been riding a lot better. And normally I, I think I did tweet to say that and said, oh, like, I apologise in advance for the car crash coming, that it, it'll be the end of his career. But he's uh, he's certainly, you know, this season he's he's kicked on from pretty mediocre last year. So good on him. Yeah, it, was, it was funny with Marzu. I saw a funny tweet. I think it was Chris Winter, I think he calls himself Ruffy King, and he can find a, like a big price winner bloke on Twitter. And he said that if Marzu wins, I'm officially dead. And he, so he was obviously trying. set against it. Well, yeah, and a lot, yeah I think a lot of people was did. Okay. Yeah, the price, absolutely. What yeah. did it get to, Tommy? Oh, it started about 380, 390, I think. Like, they really come from 
on Trivier, who was a really good runner. I suppose everyone, it's hard to miss. Look at barrier trial. Yeah, mm. I think they're going straight into the Stradbroke. So, um, looks a good chance there. And Isotope was pretty firm late. Um, it obviously missed the start and just ended up last. Um, and Kementari was the other one who was really well supported, but he just didn't even show up. That's enough of uh, the review, Mira, but uh, let's have a look at Doom and, uh, on Saturday. And the first race you're going to kick off here is uh, the Stradbroke, Stradbroke Calcutta Benchmark 78. It could be a good event to go to. Uh, 1,600-meter race this, the catcher's favorite, uh, Michael Costiard, $2.45, Fast Talking 550, Seduction Queen 650. Uh, Jack the Lad eight fifty, Ostermeyer is nine fifty, and Montez fifteen dollars. Turbo Seduction Queen. We're gonna have a look at it last start uh, about um, three weeks ago. Yeah, three weeks ago. Midfield. It's in the white with the uh, the purple or lilac uh, heart. Tell us why you like it. Uh, this is an ex Sydney horse, so um, well probably know a little bit about it. But I just think it finds a really weak race here. Um, it comes out of a pretty strong class three. I know Paladas come out of this race while I was tipping last week, but he didn't like he was come fourth last week. Paladas, but he wasn't really suited in the conditions. But kind of against the favourite here in the catch. Um, it comes off at an Ipswich Monday race where they went pretty hard in front and he came out to the right part of the track. I know it was a dominant win, but he didn't really have to get past much. He started off this preparation in a provincial Gold Coast race in the best part of the track as well. And to take $2.40 here, coming to the Metros for the first time at a benchmark 78, um, I'm kind of happy to be against it at price, kind of at that $2.50 mark. I think um, Seduction Queen is the one with the um, turn of foot. I know it's coming up from um, 1,200 metres to the mile, which isn't ideal, but this um, stable, O'Day always said they're really good trainers and They'll have it fit enough to run a race here. I can just see it sitting in that third or fourth pair, one off the fence, um, and it doesn't really have to get past much in the lead. Um, I think Montez will probably go straight to the front. It'll be getting weak um, legs towards the end. Snowfire will be probably sitting outside it, and um, its wet track form leaves a lot to be desired. And um, other than that, it's a pretty weak race. So. I think Seduction Queen around that six fifty six dollar mark and two dollars a hole is um good shopping. I think uh, I think Table got their foot on it. They, they don't have a price up, but uh, all, yeah, it's a all, weird one, huh? All the other other bookies have, or Tommy's just absolutely jammed it, jammed the <laughs> uh, jammed the tab. They've just jammed turned the it scrote. off. No more. <laughs> that's what DK calls them. The <laughs> scrote. Scrote. <laughs> Put that on the list. <laughs> scrote. Yeah, that adds you know. Scrote. Snip, choppy. Prototype. Snack, We've got that's a new one in there. Yeah. Prototype. Yeah. No. 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 Uh, no, don't like fast talking as a horse. Oh, I do like it as a horse. Um, I just think it's got a sticky, sticky gate here. And um, look, he was my second pick to be honest. Fast talking. I'm just not sure where he gets to. Whether he has to take a sit behind Seduction Queen or kind of work to find the lead. The um, the mile started doom and you're straight onto the bend, so it can be sticky to be drawn wide. I'm assuming they'll jam it. You know, now fourth up. Had a good run. I sat outside the lead the other day, wasn't it? it went like a rocket, but um, yep, they went slow in front. They just sprinted away from. Yeah, I just say that that couple of those horses come up to DVD, and he's uh, he's doing a pretty good job with them. This this bloke always looked like he sort of had city ability in Sydney, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he got jammed and gave your uh, yeah. I think your I, I sort of thought the same as you that the catch was the one that was the, the right horse to oppose. Mm. Lay of the day. Well, 
You never lay Costa. That's a, that's one rule <laughs> I learned very early. <laughs> never lay Curry, never lay Costa. No, you're not going to have to worry about him soon anyway. Mm. Doom and Cup is the next one I'm going to have a look at. Zaki, $1.50 here, in from $1.55. Polygray, $8. Hoyter, or Hooter is uh, $10. Kukaracha, $12. Great House, $15. Uh, Coventina Bay is 21 Maximal, 26 The Chosen One, 26 Esty Fenny, 51 And Colding, $51. Still going around. Uh, I thought Zaki was kidding to him the other day. I think it looked like a bit of a barrier trial. Uh, I got sucked in. I took the $12 or $11 uh, about Polly Gray late. But let's have a look at him dash home in the Hollandale. Oh, I think, uh, yeah, but it just looks to me that um, he may have just uh, won this on sheer ability and he was just there for a bit of a look around. They might have yeah. backed off him. Yeah, I think he was a month between runs or a couple of weeks between runs, and then he had to travel up here. And they were just saying the camp was saying that he was really fresh. Um, after that, um, obviously this was worse than a heavy ten on uh, this day. Don't want to get Walt fired up about official track times and um, whatnot. <laughs> that was his little. <laughs> he had a um, bit of a blow up during the week about at Scone. Not sure if you boys have. Spoken about that on the show thus far, but I had about nine of them this week. Which one? <laughs> do, you, do you reckon you're making any any ground there? Nah, any traction nah, with, I, it, with I'm it? Sort of, now, I'm just, <laughs> now I'm just chipping away. Now I'm just chipping away. They got one right the other day somewhere. I nearly died. Who who are you talking to when you when you talk about that? Myself. I think you are. Well, and everyone goes, oh, well, is there an edge of this or that? Yeah, well, it's just doesn't. It's not really the point, is it? Like, okay, we're probably equipped more than anyone, hundred percent, to pick up on it early as anyone. But it's just, what's the What's stopping someone to send a track manager out and go, okay, well, we've had a look at the straight. It's slow, like Port Macquarie the other day. It was a dead set of three around the back and a 12 in the straight. Sure, the manager knows that. Why not make it public? Mm. Rand over. Heavy 10. Go on. How are we going to make money out of this race? Well, I think Polly Gray, the place, is a good bet here, kind of at the $2 mark. Um, just kind of looking at the setup of a lot of horses in this race, I'm not a big fan of. Um, maximal. Um, it's had 70 days off avoiding wet tracks and they put the blinkers on over 2,000 metres in a high-pressure race. Not sure about that. Um, great house. I think they might have one eye on the um, Premier's Cup next week over 2,400. It, I thought it went okay there at Gosford. It kind of hit a flat spot after 34 days between runs, um, but I'm not sure about its um, heavy track credentials. I think there's a lot of rain forecast um, in the afternoon. They're doing it on Saturday. so. Heavy track for him is not ideal. Puerto, um, would have preferred a dry surface for it. Not sure who SD Fenny is. I think it ran fifth or sixth in a Wagga Cup or something like that. Um, chosen one's 42 days off back from a pretty cast Sydney Cup. Um, and Polly Gray's just a wet tracker in form, and I really liked its run behind Zaki. It didn't shirk the task. Um, went past Kukaracha, who I think was completely suited on a track like that. So... Polly Gray, the place with Walt's man, um, the Smurf TC on board. Um, He's actually confused here. He was booked for Great House, and mm. then Waller upgraded him to Polly Gray. So I, I, I've actually put it in there at the dollar oh four. They must be going to scratch it because very rarely does the TC sort of ride for that stable, and for them yeah. to put him on the more favoured runner was a bit, bit of a funny one. But I, I do agree with you on form. That does look the clear pick over Great House, like. Mm. Um, You'd, you'd, you wouldn't be complaining about getting oh, switched between the two. I, I do think Hueda's a very good horse. Very good horse. Very good horse. Yeah, on the up too. 
I saw it in the yard at the Gold Coast. Nice horse, nice horse. But um, I think it's going to be a lot better suited on a dry track, wet all. So Agreed probably something, there. not this race, but maybe two, three weeks' time, getting to Eagle Farm on a big track as well. Um, I think it can sprout wings. What about if they put it up an eight on Saturday, but it's really a four that we chime in the winner then? Oh, look, mate, <laughs> I, think it, I think it's pretty wet. They've had 120 mils during the week. I'd be surprised if it's a dry track. That's all right. That's okay. Well, he thought it was going to be a dry track last week, so you don't he believe did. a word he said. He's bet up on the dry track yeah, last did. week and it, it's 400 mil. <laughs> Fuck. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, some of, the, some of the camels that I backed it. That big odds last week are still going. Do you reckon the still fence was off or not? At Eagle Farm. Yeah. I think it was a difficult spot to be rails and run. And you just had to be from the one stable to make ground up the, uh, up the inside there. They, 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 were, they were coming out with their flippers on the old uh, the team waller. Political Don debate Mill. and uh, was it paternal, was it, or something? Yeah, uh, paternal. Yeah, there was a, it was a weird-looking horse, that paternal, and it was amazing to see what it did in that race. Weird-looking horses, weird-looking runs. Anyway, we'll find out soon enough. Are you still there, Nico, or have you gone home? <laughs> I'm just listening. I'm just uh, being a fan of the show right now. Turbo's got some um, he's got some MF to deal with there on Saturday. Buffalo River, Barbrader, sort of all coming up. By the sounds of oh. it, he doesn't even look at him, mate. He doesn't even look at him. He just like, oh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Pen jobs. Pen jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I'll give, I'll give Turbo a little yard tip. Buffalo River had, a, I thought, a bit of improvement to come out of his first up run, and he ran very well behind Regards Marie. So um, I'd be looking him to uh, to even improve off what he did there first up in Melbourne. Where's um, Where's DK? Cast. Got He's the, got the flu, got the sniffle. The kids have got the sniffle. Daddy yeah. daycare. What you, re- you won't have to worry about that for another 15 what years. What really happened? Mug wasn't coming on, so DK didn't come on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so we don't have a Mug's moral this week either? No, nah, Scooty's moral. We're all cast. You'll have to watch the show. I'm not telling you. You'll have to, oh, uh, okay. you'll have to go back and watch the show. Fast forward on the YouTube. Is it at Eagle Farm, but? No, no, it's not. No. Okay. Squ- well, the races are doomed, mate, so that's a bit of an issue. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, macbet.com.au, stay ahead of the pack. That's where you can get uh, more of Tommy Turbo's action. He's there every Saturday. If you see him at the races, he'll buy you a beer. He's got plenty. He has got plenty. I know that. He's got plenty. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. All right. See ya. (laughs) Thanks, Turbo. All right. uh, If you want to take your uh, form to the next level, make sure you check out punningform.com.au. It's the ultimate comparison tool. Class benchmarks, sectionals. uh, Without punning form, you can't find the grouse lays and you can't uh, – well, it's harder to disseminate all these classes uh, when horses are merging form lines. So make sure you check out punningform.com.au. It's uh, a godsend for moi, and uh, Nico loves it too. Johnny, we're going to have a look at a couple of races at Rose Hill. The first one is race six. It's the uh, Fujitsu General Benchmark 78, over 1,800 metres. So this is my race. You haven't got the mystery race. It's not this one. This is, the, this no, is my no. race. We're going to do that first. And uh, Dynasties is the favourite here. This is a weird one. It was at the Gold Coast. Now it's going back to Sydney, $2.70. Uh, the Snowden Yard, uh, the Curie is eight fifty. Oceanic Flash, $10. Hollywood North, 11 Travelling Kate is 12 $13 Dream Runner, Perfect Radiance, $13. And that's the replay we're going to have a look at. Here it is in front, making it all in the gray, black and red. So they've gone 100 mile an hour there. The, the horse that sat outside, it sort of already dropped off. And I just like that this horse found a kick. It was certainly much better to be five, six, seven off in, in the straight. 
and it does sort of kind of work out there, but it's cast by that time. They ran good time here. I don't mind this horse Solar Apex in a, in a race later in the day and, and Elusive Jewels in as well on Saturday. I'd expect those first two to run well, and I just thought he was a bit of a hidden run. Going back to Rose Hill, I know we're probably going to run into some wet again. I, I think it's like a seven or an eight at the moment, which will probably get back to a, a five, and then depends on how much rain we get sort of Friday, Saturday, which is predicted again. So hopefully uh, not too much for this horse because the more on pace it is, the better. It's one of the few races where it looks like um, it should get a, a pretty leisurely time up front on the day and, and sort of $14 seemed okay that that horse dynasty's obviously uh, won a nice lead-up race up in Brisbane. It's a, just, a, I agree with you, it's a bit of weird placement back down here. I wish it drew awkward. It draws soft, so it'll probably get its chance again. But it, it didn't, it didn't like it wasn't a classic race that it won the other day. And now it sort of takes on the older horses mm. and just thought it was worth, you know, betting around a little bit at that, that, that sort of price. And there's another horse that came out of that Gosford meeting. I don't know if it was in that race. Um, it might have been, actually, in Rebel Rama. Yep. Who... It's drawn awkward. If it drew soft, I would have been keen to to back it quite uh, confidently each way. It's, it's, it's run first up was incredible and it's got some form, you know, back in its career that's just better than these horses. It's it's a pretty talented horse just from nine, second up with the apprentice. It's going to need a bit of luck, but I'm, I'm $14 or whatever it is, 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 you know, more than fair to take the gamble and you might get a little bit better if the, the teams take it on. Ellen Hennessy, can she ride? She's a hit, hit or miss, but she's... She's definitely value at the at the three kilos, especially mm. on certain horses. She seems to, if she gets on with the horse, she 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 gets on with the horse. Does that make sense? No, she's uh she, she has a good affiliation with a few horses that she that really run for her. So yep. she's not unbackable by any means. Mm. And our king on yours? Well, it's the right sort of horse for her, just to get a roll forward and bowl, and and rather it go a length quick than a length slow, and that's what she's really good at. Mm -hmm. Outstanding. All right. The uh, the curveball I've got for you is uh, race seven, the Lord Mayor's Cup, Bethancourt, four dollars twenty, Irish Sequel four sixty, Hopeful five fifty, Elise six dollars. You know who's in this race? Maroney fifteen, the front man fifteen, Rock Esty Fenny, Mirren nineteen, so you win twenty six, and Papalino and Takamuchi are both at thirty four dollars. This is what happens when you hand your homework in late, Walt. Oh my now god! Now you got to uh, figure out who's going to win the camel race over two thousand meters. Oh my God, well, Bethancourt has dead set been handed its last two wins and, and this is a very different sort of assignment. Jay goes on over 2,000. He'll probably run well again and the way he's going, you know, I don't want to oppose him too heavily. Horses that are likely to improve are sort of few and far between in this race. So it's it's the two Waller horses in Alias and, and Irish Sequel that both come out of the Wagga Cup and, and are both right on the up of the two that I'd want to find. But what were the prices? I am. Um, what were the two prices for the Waller horses, Alias and and uh, Irish Sequel? They'd be about five dollars, I'm assuming. Four mm. four sixty Sequel, Alias six. Yeah, so I I don't think there's too many surprises here. You've obviously found something, have you? Is this your is this your race, or is this just no. a race where Nico? Breathing? Have you had a look at the race? I I had a brief look at it. Um, a horse I actually have a bit of time for is Alias. I thought he's he's run two starts ago. It's very good, and then. Um, last start, I thought he was good as well. So he looks like he's got a bit of progression, um, right sort of stage to preparation. You want to be finding Waller once they're getting fit and deeper into their prep. So look, uh, sort of six dollars. I thought you could maybe make a case he should be shorter, but um, oh, he's yeah, got to start favourite, hasn't it? It has to yeah. start favourite. Gate well, three, given like the other one home. It was probably yeah. a run shy at Wagga, if anything, and and like it was a good win. Irish sequel drawn inside. It's got Tommy, I assume, but I'd, I'd rather be on Alias over it. And I think it's shorter in the market, so I agree with you. I think it's definitely the the one that should shorten. And we I'd do imagine have to try and um, 
get Chad into some form here, but this might be the right horse for him. Yep. Mm. Chad. He, I, he rode a couple of winners. Where at? Somewhere. Melbourne, was it? The other day, he rode He rode a couple of winners somewhere. Definitely He's back, not Melbourne. Chad. He's back. He went down. I think he went down to Audible. He went down to Audible. I don't think he rode a winner, though. He rode a, he rode a couple of winners somewhere the other day. Hmm. Must have been memorable. Probably all script. Scone, was it? I don't know. I don't know where it was. Might have been Scone. I don't know. It's your story. Mate, it all just rolls into one. Every day is the same. Whether you, you just <sighs> track conditions, 20 horses, benchmark 58. Did you see other guy wrote in the thing today? There's 33 races today. It's like 15 maidens, eight benchmark 58s, five class one and maiden or class ones or something. There's like 33 races on and 30 of them are class ones or worse. It's Thursday. Why do they need to be on? <laughs> well, there's a lot what of people that want to buy horses. It's a very popular pastime. Buy, but there's a lot of people who want to sell horses. I, I'm certain them. about that. There's a lot of people who want to sell horses. Uh dear. Well, he wrote, actually, he rode this thing to win the at Wagga, and then he rode a first and a second at Gosford. Uh, he had a win at Warwick Farm. So maybe he's back. He's back. He's mm. back. That's funny. Pretty hard to muck this horse up from three. You just click on the jockey and you go through the last 50 runs so you can see how good they're going. That's punning. Career is really? going at 9% and these mm. last 50 is going at 10%. So mm. that's positive. One who uh, a, a stat popped up there yesterday, which I was a bit concerned about, was uh, not concerned about, but at one stable that I love is the old Mark Newnham stable, very consistent, and they're, they're having a little run of outs and a few of their horses aren't hitting the line. So it is good to keep up with those stats um, when you're when you, you know, confidence level-wise. If you find the... A lot of these uh, stables where you sort of take for granted they're going to run well, it's always good to check their last 50 out. It does does have a, a, a big difference uh, on uh, my confidence levels anyway. Would you buy a horse from Mark Newman? Would Newman? I send a horse to Mark Newman? Buy, I wouldn't buy, buy one that he's had, no. no. I don't think you can get too much more out of him than Mark does, but uh, I'd send him a horse. Yeah, right. All right, outstanding stuff. If you want more of Walt's action, racingwatch.com.au. Uh, it's a good community in there. The Discord chat, they'll uh, probably be talking about the golf a lot this week. The USPGA Championship is up and rolling, so if you want to check out our podcast, you can do that or uh, jump into yeah. Racing Watch if you want all of Johnny's provincial country, the, metro stuff, and you can hear him whinge about poor. The biggest topic this week in there is who's going to appear in the last episode of Neighbours, I think. That's sort of been the, <laughs> the most popular. So, <laughs> Isn't it Kylie Minogue? Oh mate, this is just I can't I can't release too I, much. You'd I have to get in the Discord Minogue. for that. You'd have to get yes, you'd have to be in the Discord. Are they betting on it? They are. Are they still betting on it? Back up. Is it back up? Wow, I'm gonna have to have a little bit of a, bit of a look. A look and see. There's another word. All right, now it's time for Scooty's moral. It's it's not as exciting as having Mark and I haven't pre-recorded any video. I uh, I just had a quick dig around at the form and Nico, if we can't find something to beat this, mate, we should give it away. Okay. The race I'm going to have a look at here, and we'll put the market up on the screen. Bit of flair because it's my segment now. This is the R.A. Lee Stakes. We've got Dallas N330, Exelidia oh, 480. Oh, here we go. He's Soci- gone to a mile race in Adelaide. This will do me. Yeah. Sosie Bond, 650. Cheritotoni, 750. Jernipel, $8. Bell Placer, 14. Struck by 21. Royal Mile, DK's Horse, 26. Uh, Canada Monte Cristo, 41. And 50 is the rest. I'm going to jump into bed with my old man, Dallas Ann. He's the four- boyfriend. And I'll, in sort of similar. You've just been waiting for him to be nine to four in a race somewhere so you can, you can replace the mug. Just bzzz. So he may drift, but I think he flies off a, uh, a fresh and six week between runs here. Not suited on the heavies, last four starts. He got within three lengths of winning a Doncaster. And I, he thinks he's only carrying 55 kilos against this lot. And I think this is absolute luxury. So off the heavy, 
to Adelaide, back to his home deck. Uh, if they put this horse into the race, it'll be uh, lights out, Bryce Hayes style. I think they might take it on at $3.30. Uh, it's coming off a heap of high SPs, uh, but I think 55 kilos against this lot, I'm happy to play. I'd take $3 or, or north, and I'd probably just keep bet, backing him if he, uh, if he drifts. It's hard to knock. Given he is the best <laughs> best horse in the race, but the knock would be, I know when his last win was. Do you know when his last win was, Scoot? Well, I know when he ran second. Was it his uh, last fifty? The, the Doncaster a couple of years ago, but um, and and then I, I think I tipped him at fifties that day, and it ran second. Which oh was, Jesus! Get the trumpets out again. Yeah, well, I, I tipped on the show, and I backed, I bet up the place, and it was it was heartache for me. Um, I don't know when his last one was, but he's now five. I reckon his last win. Came in the Dane Hill Stakes when he was three. I reckon that's his last win. Or he might have won the Carbine the same spring, but that's a good two years ago, nearly three now. Mm. But uh, but he's racing in much bigger company, so I, I don't really like. He's racing in group, Germans? group one right? group one races against horses like Think It Over, Forbidden Love, Zaki, State Arrest. Uh, that's Scott's Plate, Private Eye, Adabibi, Cascadian, very elegant Arcadia Queen. If you put him against this 600-meter field at uh, Adelaide, like this is the weakest race he's probably uh, come up against in probably eight runs. And that was a tw- the last time he ran in a listed race was over 1,200, unsuited. It has a bit of mugs moral about it, just find the best horse in the race. So, look, you've, you've done that. Social <laughs> Bond's flying. Exit leader's absolutely flying as well. You get Jay Carr. Um, I'll, I'll take Exit leader. Okay. So... So with this this dinner date bet that I have to owe you money, oh, we have another mean, bet. Are we? Well, I don't know. Does does my moral is that Dallasan has to win and yours has to win, or are you having Exolita to beat home Dallasan in this one? Maybe I should get two licks at the ice cream. <laughs> I think so. I'm tipping you will. <laughs> all right, let's. All right, which which other horse can you can have two? You can have Exolita and something else to beat uh, Dallasan home for, for your dinner oh, date voucher. Oh, Couple of my boyfriends at the top, Cherry Tortoni, Junipal. Run me through the ride on Cherry Tortoni last night. Is it the one that just went to the front? Nah, different horse. Different uh, horse. Different, no, there's a couple Cafe Tortoni and Cafe yeah, Tortoni. You might be must have confused. Been. I'll take Cherry Tortoni and Exolita. Cherry Tortoni and Exolita to beat home Dallasan for um for a, a meal voucher for a for date night. I can't I can't wait. Do you want to chime in? Do you want to chime into this? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm not going to a mile at Adelaide. Like I'm going bad, but that's just that would be admitting that I defeat. Right. So that's Scooty's moral. Uh, Mug hopefully will be back. He's got the flu, so hopefully he's getting uh, some chicken soup and he's resting up. Heaven forbid what he's eating when he's uh, when he's crook and he's got the flu. But hopefully he bounces back, and I don't have to do the segment uh, next week. It'll go a lot shorter than what we've just done there. Can we get his address so that people can send him care packages? Or I think I've got it. Yeah, I think we I'm should it. post that. Bass Hill. Bass Hill. He's somewhere in Bass the Hill. The mug care of buddy Bass Hill. Bass Hill. <laughs> I'm tipping they'll find him. Yeah, works for Australia Post. It's only got to go to the post office. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> well, we know this bloke, Matt Rose. Uh, top sport big bets. Rose Hill race three number three. Phillipsburg three hundred and forty dollars at uh, thirteen dollars. Dangerous stable. Dangerous stable. Dangerous horse. Who's who's got it? Uh, the Ponsonby ex truck truck driver. Uh, d- difficult race that one. Uh, don't know why it's in that race. To be honest, I'd be very surprised if it won. Rangy Toa, yeah, French Bonnet. Yeah. Actually, an interesting. I think French Bonnet will bounce back there. Elusive Jewel was came out of that Solar Apex race. I think they're the main two, but. Um, 
Yeah, backing on the inside, his horses are scary. He's another stable you do not lay. Mm. And the next one is up in Brisbane, and it's uh, race six, number 15, Bullfinch, 250 at $21. Feels like we just lay Waller horses or um, top sport lay Waller horses well, are, early all the time up them. in Doombin. There are a few of them around. But it seems just like just like clockwork. It's just like uh, Waller, and I think it was like Cucaracha a couple of starts back or one of those horses in the white and blue that uh, hit the line. So maybe – Larry uh, Cassidy, gate 15. Yeah, that scared the living daylights out of me. Yeah. 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 And it's a pretty deep race too. They're going to yeah. go hard. Maybe it gets back and finishes off. It's a, it's a scary-looking race. Mm, I didn't uh, didn't like the look of that. And then the other one is uh, Miss, Hi- Miss Hipster in race nine. So that's – Race nine, number 12, Miss Hipster, 350 at $14. This is a horse that uh, Johnny McLeod has got a lot of time for, and I think Dragonstone has been going to be scratched from that race. You would assume so. I'm tipping it's not going around from th- 16 up there. Yeah, I think I've I've heard that. So uh, Rubiculous and Zavaboom. Uh, Larry Cassidy the, double, the, the steamers. Mm. Larry Cassidy double. Well, a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, that, that race, I have no clue. I'm not even going to pretend. Hmm. Kelly Schweider, interesting. He chooses very interesting jockeys, and by interesting, I, I mean average. Good I don't fella. know how he finds some of the jockeys. Good that fellow, he puts. Larry, Kelly. Good fella. Is he good? Good bloke. Good fella. Good bloke. Is good he? Good fella. I can't wait to have a beer with him one time. Yes, good fella. Oh, he's a good fella. Yeah, right. Exciting. All right, I think that's the uh, that's the show done and dusted. It's uh, it's been a beauty. I've missed DK personally. Well, we got the we got the uh, FUCKs up with Tommy there late, so we got a lot of. <laughs> we, so was, he he sort of played the DK role much better than I ever could have. <laughs> One at odds, Nico. Good luck. Hope uh, you kill him on and off the track this week. Hopefully, mate. You just get to planning, son. Five hundred you got to spend. Just get to planning. <laughs> oh, the mighty Dallasine. He's just going to win from the wilderness. Finally gets uh, a week race and hopefully That's a few get... credits at the drive-ins, the 500. Maybe I'll just sort of roll it out. <laughs> For 500, Top Gun comes out next week. You could nearly get the old gold class cinema, surely. <laughs> Apparently, it's, it, there's a bit of a tip for Top Gun. Well, how could it be no good, mate? Hey? I've only seen the first one 3,000 <laughs> times, so, you know, I'll be there. Uh, I'll be there on opening day. How often do you go to the movies? I used to watch more, not, not as much anymore. You do funny old-fashioned things, don't you? You collect cards, you go to the movies, yeah. you ten-pin bowl. It's, it's called a midlife crisis, yeah. <laughs> it's called a midlife crisis, I'm well and truly. That's why I got rid of the beard, mate, because I had to look in the mirror and it's half it's white. I nearly died. I felt like I was looking at my old man. Hopefully we'll see you next week. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>